Meanwhile, in the pod cave. To another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Podman Ron. And uh, we got a lot of a uh, lot of uh, stuff going on movie wise, uh, and uh, a couple of uh, movie reviews and, and uh, TV reviews. So we got a full slate of uh, of information and fun. And if you're not careful, you may just learn something. Learn how boring. Learn how bad we are. No, 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 and I don't know if we should bury the lead here because, you know, whenever we started talking about Fast and the Furious, you would always climb into your car, and I think our listeners hear that familiar ding of your car starting up there. Oh, I mean, is that, which which segment are we going into? Are we going to go into news segment? Yes, we we let's, do reviews towards the end, so let's go into, let's let's go go into some news. All right, here's the news. All right, and in uh, movie news, we've got quite a bit going on over here, but uh, I think maybe one of the first things we want to talk about is something that's near and dear to you, your heart, uh, and really everybody's heart, is the continuation of the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yes, actually, tomorrow we will see a trailer for uh, this movie. It's called, if, if I heard right, it's called <laughs> Fast and Furious, Hobbs and whatever the fuck his name Hobbs is. and Shaw? Is that right? Hobbs and Shaw? Does that sound right? I guess I do. Yeah, it sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, that yeah, that's about right. right. That's right. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. And so this is, again, a continuation of the franchise in that um, Dwayne. Now, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm I'm not really crazy about this, although I do like Dwayne Johnson. You know, Shaw was a great bad guy. and, uh, And all of a sudden, I mean, he, like, murdered one of them straight up. Murdered. One of the Fast and the Furious people, uh, he murdered Hans. And so it would be kind of difficult to forgive for murdering one of the, you know, they're all supposed to be family. So, yeah, uh, that, that was the, the, the whole theme of it was family, right? Right, right, right. Well, then again, I mean, one can say that The Rock wasn't part of that family. Right, right. So he's a C, you know, whatever agent he is. I don't know what the fuck he was. CIA, ACD, I don't know, but so one could say that you know he doesn't care and Shaw's working with him. So I guess I guess it worked in that in that regard. And so yeah, so it's like yeah, those those people they're going to so the the Fast and Furious franchise will continue with uh, Vin Diesel and. 
whoever's left, supposedly. Right. right. And this right. is now, this all kind of springs from uh, the Rock and Vin Diesel kind of having a little bit of a falling out, maybe. And so. Well, I think so. I think that kind of they wanted to spin the Rock off, and then I think you know the chemistry with Jason. Uh, I can't never pronounce the last name. Uh, the chemistry with him worked so well, or everybody seemed to think. I, to me, it just it was all right. Um, but it worked so well in the movie that they decided to spin them two off together. Yeah. Well, so, well, so in the 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 teaser poster that they let out. Uh, Seems to have Jason Statham driving a really fancy uh, car and the rocks on his motorbike. Uh, so well, maybe, uh, well, does that fit in their characters? I don't know. We will see. Tomorrow's the teaser trailer is going to be released tomorrow, which is uh, February 1st. So the rumor is it's coming out tomorrow. So by next weekend, by, by next week's show, we will be able to uh, do a uh, review of that first trailer. And, uh, Get what people think. Yeah. Get what you, the audience, think. Of <laughs> yeah, please. Person. Let us know. Let us know if we, uh, if, if the Fast and the Furious franchise needs, uh, needs some extra love here. You know, I'm, I think, I think it's going to be alright. I don't think it's going to be like a big, I think it's just going to be Fast and Furious trailer. I mean, uh, movies are just fun popcorn movies. I enjoy them. I, I like them and I like The Rock. I even like Jesus, whatever his name is. Yeah. Nathan. I even like him. So, uh, you know, I'm. Uh, You're in. Gonna be a, I'm in. I'm. This is a dumb popcorn movie that I can sit and forget my troubles for two hours and walk out and say, "All right, that was kind of fun." That's a movie. That was a movie. That was, that well, was where, a movie. where are we eating at? That's that's yeah, what we're gonna eat at. <laughs> you go walk out of that movie and think, "Where am I gonna eat at uh, now?" I mean, it's not a movie where you come out and you discuss the, the, you know, the plot of it too much. I mean, that's, I mean, that's one of those movies where you go, well, that was cool. And then, I mean, you don't even, you don't really, those movies are so over the top, you really just don't discuss anything about them. You just yeah. kind of go, ah, that's me. Ah, cool. All right. I enjoyed that. That was fun. Well, so, uh, uh, that's tomorrow. That's it. We'll look forward to that. Also, speaking of fun, uh, the fun is finally over for, uh, I, I saw a headline. It was pretty funny. It was, uh, it said something to the effect of Ben Affleck finally gets to have his lifelong dream come true and stop being Batman. <laughs> and so, I, know. I mean, finally, I, I mean, everybody knew it was going to happen, but uh, we yeah. were all just win. And I'm going to go on record saying I'm not very happy about it because I didn't mind him being Batman. I actually liked his Batman. He was fantastic. Yeah. He was. And I will, I will beat it to death that I like an older, grittier Batman. And As, for me, it's just, we're going backwards again to a younger Batman. And that just, you know, oh, okay. So he's going to be like a crime noir detective or whatever. But I, I don't know. I mean, it may be good. We'll yeah, see. I mean, I think they, they do have to youth him up a little bit. Um, but you know, I don't want him to be in his mid twenties, Batman. No, no, maybe but, late thirties or something like that. I don't really know why they have to use them up a little bit. I like the the seasoned crime fighter. The you know the he's been doing it a long time, so it makes it a little bit more believable that he's as good as he is. Right, right. He's been doing it for a long time, whereas 
you know, a young Batman, why would everybody listen to some 25, 30-year-old punk? Because right. Because, I just, I don't know where they're going with this DC universe anymore. So. Well, they, they're kind of saying that, you know, they're just going to make movies, make movies. Don't worry about them being connected. And if that's true, then I would say then, again, I don't, I think, I think, Joe Public and even, I mean, good lord, the comic book nerds themselves would have a hard time dealing with it, much less comic book or, or non-comic book people. But it would be great just to have fucking unconnected Batman movies. So have a Batman Year One movie or have a Dark Knight movie or, you know, so like, yeah, let, let Ben Affleck do another Batman movie and then the next Batman movie maybe, you know, so the whole, the theme of it is tells of the dark Knight or something like that. But I don't think people could handle something like that. It's like, well, wait a minute. He's old. He's young. It's, it doesn't make any sense, you know, but it would be, it'd yeah. be nice if the public would let them do that, but I don't think they will. Well, I don't, I, so I guess we can put this out on the Instagram, make another contest out here. Who do you think they're going to choose for uh, Batman? What's yeah. your uh, what's yeah. your what's your top five Batman choices? Uh, you know, let's uh, throw it out there and give it a week and see uh, unless they name it within a week. Which I don't <laughs> no, think I don't think so. But uh, I know John Hamm is someone who said he was interested in it, yeah. which I don't think I would mind it. You know, uh, I liked his take in. Uh, Baby Driver. I mean, he was right. pretty. He was really, really good in there, and as a serious, kick-ass character. I mean, before that, everything I've seen him on because I wasn't ever a Madman fan or Madman or whatever. Uh, I never watched that show, so I didn't, I didn't, uh, didn't see his serious side in that. But everything I've seen him in, he's been in like comedies. It seems like so and he's got a very good. He's a very good comedic actor, so. Yeah, I just, I don't know how much, you know, younger he, he is in reality than Ben Affleck or whatever, but it's sort of like, you know, eh, it, it seems, it, he, I think he would be fine as, uh, uh, but I don't know if he's young enough, you know what I mean? If they're trying to do something a little bit younger, he seems like he's, I don't know, five years younger, something like that, but yeah, why not? Why not? I still say time will tell that Batman v Superman was a pretty darn good movie. That's and including all the casting and everything that went along with it. Uh, so yeah, so I, I, I as well will miss Ben Affleck. Um, the, and then the other DC news is we got a little birds of prey teaser in there that Ooh, people, well, people started getting pissed off about that because Harley Quinn changed her makeup or so. <laughs> so again, the net nerds well, and everything are just like, everybody stop. Do it. Just sit back and watch a movie and go eat afterwards. Well, of course she's going to, I mean, she's Harley Quinn. She's going to change. I mean, she's going to change the way, way she looks. She's going to do different things. She does that kind of in the comic book. I mean, she's had several different costumes and, you know, takes on herself, so why would she not change her makeup? I mean, <laughs> right. kind of stupid. I mean, I don't, but I will say, if I can uh, rank the uh, TMR of that trailer, it's a teaser trailer. Yeah. But yeah. A, a TMR would be definitely maybe a two. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with that. Pretty it, low. It was, it was pretty bad. I mean, it was like, it was like fan- made bad it looked god awful i mean i don't know if they were trying to excite people with that 
I think they did the opposite. They got people talking about it, but uh, maybe not in the way uh, they wanted to. No, uh, you you got you may have gotten people talking about it, but uh, getting people to talk about something exciting about it definitely two different things. And well, the whole, that trailer, that yeah. teaser was just awful. I mean, well, it, there was just it just looked length. like it was uh, sort of like you know somebody was rolling film when they were just doing you know like uh, outfit testing and things like that. You yeah, know what I mean, it was like it, it, yeah. it didn't seem like it was meant for video at all. And then somebody said, "Hey, let's just put a twenty-second clip out there." And it's like, "Yeah, maybe you shouldn't. You don't have to show. <laughs> yeah. it. You don't have to show every little bit of the making of." You know, if someone said, "Oh man, the fans are going to love this," they were sorely mistaken. They were wrong. Yeah, no, that that was just like I said, it was awful. I mean, CW shows better stuff than that. <laughs> They're small little budget, so no. Uh, definitely a two. Let's just hope what we see from here on out is a little bit better with that. Uh, but then on other Suicide Squad news, uh, maybe some good news with uh, pervert uh, James, alleged pervert James Gunn taking over Suicide Squad. Which sounds like it's a, probably a pretty good fit, you know, a ragtag team of misfits who try to do good. I think he can. I think he can pull it off. I mean, it's a, it's a coup for them. I mean, if they got James Gunn to do it, I mean, that's fantastic. I mean, that was as much as I don't know. I, I get political at this point because <clears throat> I always feel that. People in Hollywood just need to shut their mouth and stay out of the political stuff. And, you know, I, I don't think it would have happened to James Gunn if he would have just stayed out of the political stuff. But right. when you when you throw stones at, what's the old thing? Class houses, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't. You should watch your own shit before you start yelling at other people and, right. and accusing yeah. stuff. And that's what, you know, that's what he did. I mean, and. Yeah, you're right. It's, and then everybody, what cracks me up is everybody was, and here I am, I'm getting political, sorry, but. <laughs> well, you're not a celebrity. Well, you know, you, these celebrities, they, they want to throw stones at people, but when it comes up about their own shitty past and what they said, it's like, oh, well, you can forgive us, but y'all don't have any forgiveness for anybody else. You know, I mean, where's the forgiveness for, what other people have said in the past or have done in the past, you rake them over the coal, but when it's one of your own that's done it, then you're like, oh, where's the, where's the forgiveness? That was 10 years ago. Well, right. but don't get me wrong. He's a brilliant director, and I, and I, he's going to be sorely missed for the Guardians. I, I think he's one of the best directors. I'll, I'll go on the record to say I think he is the best director in Hollywood. I think wow. he did stuff that I, I really do. I, I think he did stuff with Guardians of the Galaxy that was really unique and genius, and he it was a fun movie. And the way he blended it, it was just fantastic. I, it was, you know, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day. It's kind of funny back back in the eighties and. Pretty much most of the 90s, you would have just, films were just popular based on the actors. You didn't hear much out of the directors, except maybe a Steven Spielberg, of course, and then George Lucas, 
with Star Wars. But other than that, there wasn't really much talk about directors. Like, I mean, but now you've got some of these brilliant directors now, and, and he was one of them. You yeah. know, Edgar Wright, yeah. all of them. Yeah. God, I went out on a tangent. I'm sorry, everybody. Wow. Well, uh, to bring... <laughs> Real that shit in, Real, Rod. To, to bring it back home, the, you know, the man yeah, who... Please. The man who created the, uh, the DC Extended Universe is coming back, but not necessarily to... DC, but Zack Snyder's returning to uh, kind of his early beginnings, you could say, with a new zombie movie that's going to be released on Netflix. So, Army of the Dead. And so, you, you know, I'm sure you remember uh, that he did the uh, uh, remake of Dawn, uh, Dawn of the Dead. What did he do? Dawn, was it Dawn of the Dead remake? Does that sound right? You don't know. You don't care, do you? I was never any zombie <laughs> fan at all. Well, it was a good one. I mean, I don't know if that was his first movie, but I think it was pretty early on in his career. Um, but so I'm I'm a big Zack Snyder fan, so I'm looking forward to that. I will uh, watch a I will watch a zombie movie, uh, and I'll talk about that in uh, TV when we get into TV as well a little bit. Um, so, well, yeah, so I think, uh, you know, DC's kind of trying to see what they could do. Uh, Wonder Woman 2's kind of uh, <laughs> starting to wrap up, I guess. And Patty Jenkins is talking about Wonder Woman 3 being set in a uh, contemporary times without a Steve Trevor, probably. Uh, well, and Aquaman's the biggest thing on uh, the Warner Brothers has ever made. Yeah, uh, Aquaman has uh, surpassed the billion mark worldwide. So that's. That's pretty huge. I mean, it's Aquaman. I mean, ironically, the the hero everybody made fun of yeah, about getting a movie, and he he beat both Batman and Superman right. and right. Justice League. Right. So, you know, good for him. I mean, I, I think that know. just that just kind of goes to show how you know Jason Momoa is uh, very charismatic. I think he carried that movie actually. Yeah, and and the director, we got to give it up to him too. Yeah, you're uh, tying, right. tying it in with Fast and Furious, right? Um, yeah, you know, you're right. You're the uh, James Wan or what was his yeah, name? Yeah, what? yeah. The uh, but you know, someone made a good comment. And I never, you know, and I I I didn't really pick up on this. I guess I, we should have if we were going to be good reviewers on a movie, <laughs> but. His arc, he never, his arc never changes. I think that was, uh, yeah. I listened to a podcast of, uh, a better podcast than this one, um, which is the old Kevin Smith podcast. That, it's now called Fat Man Beyond. Fat Man Beyond, yeah. Uh, used to be the old Fat Man, Batman, Fat Man on Batman, but now they call it Fat Man Beyond. <clears throat> but, uh, Mark Bernard is, uh, his partner in that. And he was talking about he didn't like Aquaman because Aquaman has no change. He's, his, you right. know, his, there's no character change. There, it's the way he is at the beginning of the movie is the way he is at the end. <laughs> right. And I was like, you know what? I didn't realize right. that, but he's right. That character does not change. I mean, you know, even Thor in the original Thor movie with the <laughs> you know arc and uh, Aquaman does not. He just. I'm a king now. All right. I'm still a, a smart ass, but I'm a king. I'm a king smart ass. I don't know anything about being humble or anything. Right. Eh. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. I thought I'd throw that out there. 
Uh, well, you know, I mean, we all know that comic book movies are hot and they're the biggest franchise and everything. But did you ever think one might win an Academy Award? Black Panther could be the think, first comic book movie to win an Academy Award, an Oscar for we Best talked, Picture. We talked, we talked about that last week. Yeah, and but it won SAG now. It won Best Picture at the Screen Actors Guild. So that kind of points you in the right direction, it seems. I guess, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with it, but you know, that's just my opinion. <laughs> but there are better movies out there, and you know, there were, there are better Ryan Coogler movies out there. Creed, Creed, people. I mean, yeah, you missed, you missed your opportunity. If you wanted to do give Ryan Coogler an Oscar, you should have gave him one for one that he deserved it on, which was Creed. Maybe it's payback for Creed for. Jipping them out of Creed. Out. If someone said, you know what, we have to make up for, you know, jipping out of Creed, I'd say, you know what, all right. But as I said last week, we should just be happy and embrace the fact that it is a comic book movie that is getting Oscar nod. So, and that's, and in that, that's awesome. So, congratulations on that. Even though, you know, even in though my opinion, special effects fall apart at the end. Uh, in my opinion, the plot ain't very well. It's, it's the same plot. We've seen it before, and it's nothing really new. Does, I will say does T'Challa funny. change? Does his character arc change? Maybe I guess he decides that's to the, open it up to the world a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's so. The, yeah, yeah so there is a change there. There is a change there. So I, uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, good for him, and uh, you know, he he's a good director. So I'm looking forward to seeing Black Panther two. Which hey. may which may re- keep uh, Killmonger. Killmonger may come back for that. I hope not. I, I don't hope like not. Bill's yeah, it was back. good, but but everybody's saying that. Oh, well, you never, you didn't see him die. You didn't see him get dumped in the ocean or whatever. So uh, Michael B. Jordan uh, may be back for more. Uh, but also, uh, before we leave the Screen Actor Guild, you must be happy that the marvelous Mrs. Maisel did so well as well, right? I'm very happy. Yeah. That- Man, that show is awesome. Have you watched it yet? Uh, I actually it? sat down and watched the last episode with my wife. She was uh, she was plowing through the second season or whatever, and so I watched this uh, that second season. It's it's a brilliant show, and that that actress is adorable. I will say this: I mean, she is she is a great actress, and she is funny as hell. So well, it's funny. Yeah, that she, you know what? I, you know, I watched that last episode where I guess, have you seen it? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, where yeah. I guess she yeah, has to make the decision whether she goes on tour with that guy or whatever type stuff. And Suzanne right. was sort of like, most of the time they kind of have some comedy in this show. Because it was kind of like straight laced, you know, like madman drama or something. I'm like, this is not a funny show. I don't know what people are talking about. She so was like, yeah, this was a little dramatic ending, you know, season finale type ending, but... Uh, well, it, it was. It was a. Oh, it's it's a great show. I mean, if if you're turned off by you're thinking it's a kind of a soap opera drama show and it's just not your thing, you really need to give it a chance. Especially if you like, uh, if you're a fan of uh, period TV shows. So this this one is just n- very nicely done, and the actress is man. She goes to the top of my list of what would you call that celebrities Respect, I want to bang respected actresses oh yeah 
not celebrities I want to bang, but. Well, Susanna said she only shows her boobs in the like the first episode, so she had yeah, that. Well, but then there was no more nudity, so I'm like, eh. Yeah, I'll that pass. was the only time she ever pass. shows her boobs. Well, speaking, and you know what? Here's the thing, though. Here's uh-oh. the thing. She just—it's just because she is so. She's just so funny, you know. She's—it's kind of one of those people that you think that you know what? You wouldn't mind having going out and having a beer with. Wow, she, I mean, you, you like her for her personality? Ah, uh, that's what I'm—I'm I'm going on record. Is that what you're saying? I like. I like her for her personality. No, exactly. what's the what's the actress's name? Rachel something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, somebody else. Uh, you you messed my up my uh, my se- good segue that I had going there, but we'll see if we can recover. Right. Someone else that I respect as a woman is uh, Little Bo Peep, and she's returning for Story, Toy Story Four with a. Uh, an adventurous new look. She's kind of getting modernized, and she seems to be wearing a pantsuit instead of a big uh, dress. So, yeah, that's right. Time's up, Woody. And don't, you know what, change your fucking name. I find that offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. So, if I if I remember my Toy Story correctly, Bo Peep was a really big plastic toy. So, how does she get pants? Well, no, she's a, you know, she's like a Barbie-ish type toy or something like that, right? I don't think so. I'm going to have to look this up, You need to go look it up. Well, now she's taking control of her own destiny, and she's kind of an adventurer, free spirit, um, as opposed to, you know, having the big ball gown, the uh, bell type thing. Uh, So, yeah, so. (laughs) uh, Oh, God, I just saw it. Yeah, I just saw it. Yep. Sounds about right, huh? Yeah, I may just <laughs> may just skip on the uh, Toy Story. Toy Story. Yeah, let's just yeah. skip that one for right now. Uh, you know, the other toy, uh, a couple of other toy movie news. This is this is the new thing now. Uh, Warner Brothers is developing a Funko Pop movie. You know, everybody loves those Funko Pops, right? I was going to say, what took them so long? What? Yeah, exactly, and. Yeah, at first blush, you kind of think, oh, that's ridiculous. But, you know, why the fuck not? You got Legos, and they're going to have Marvel and DC characters and Star Wars characters in it. So it's going to be just like, you know, they kind of said, hey, Legos did pretty good. Let's, what other toys, franchises can we borrow from? And uh, I think Funko is it. So uh, I think that'll, that'll probably do pretty well. Unreal, man. Well, you know, they'll do anything. I mean, they're just going to throw stuff out there. So, yeah. Including another one uh, that's uh, revving up, and this is to kind of you know circle back. We love to do the callback here. Uh, a live-action Hot Wheels movie is in development, and again, <laughs> you kind of say, "Oh my God, that's ridiculous!" But if you just change the name of Fast and Furious to Hot Wheels, you'd probably say, "Like, yeah." That's okay. I'll go buy a ticket of that and go out to eat afterwards. I was going to say, it, it sounds like it's just going to be a Fast and the Furious, uh, kind of like a ripoff a little Completely, bit. Completely, yeah. <clears throat> maybe geared for kids, though. Like, Could be, yeah. I bet, I bet it was sold like, okay, this is what it's going to be. It's going to be Fast and the Furious, but, but for, for kids. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I bet you that's exactly how they sold this movie. Uh, yeah, I'm sold. So, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'll horrible, pass. Yeah, I'll pass. But you know what? You know, more power to them. Maybe we'll get a Matchbox movie. 
Yeah. Ooh, Hot Wheels versus good. Matchbox. Yeah. Oh, that man. would be good. It writes itself, practically. It writes itself. Um, all right, well, <laughs> uh, what other? Oh, the other thing that I was going to say, talking, uh, it doesn't really go uh, say well together. Uh, but in comic book news, uh, one of our old favorites has announced his retirement, George Perez. Hey, let's, let's just go on the record that when you say one of our old favorites, he is my absolute favorite. Yeah, I mean, I would have to George say that. Perez, George Perez is my idol. I have I idolized the man. He's my favorite artist ever. He is what all comic book artists should be. And uh makes me sad that he's retired, but I completely understand. Yeah, he's well, he's 64, so maybe a little bit early, but uh, a little bit, a few health problems, including uh, yeah. losing his sight, I think. Uh, so uh, much like other of your uh, your childhood heroes, who seems to be who seem to be losing their five senses, uh, Huey Lewis with his hearing and George Perez with his sight. Uh, I, I just, will say, can I, I hope William Shatner can Perez? still smell. <laughs> Can I uh, tell my – no, my God, what the <laughs> hell? Wow, that is wild. Yeah. Can I tell my George Perez story? Uh, when, yeah, uh, I was hoping I you would, him, yeah. <laughs> when I commissioned him to do a drawing, and this was back in like 2001, 2002. He was at Dragon Con, and I uh, asked that he was doing the headshots for like uh, $50 or $100. He'd draw a headshot. So, in my infinite wisdom, I thought, well, hey, would he do the big three for me for $300? Right. And so I hit him up, and he said he would, but he didn't have time to do it there. So I said, I'll pay you $300 if you'll do it, and you can just mail it to me. Sounds fair. So, this so I did. I, I sent it to him and everything. I gave it to him and everything. And, you know, I thought, well, there was the end of my money. Everybody told me, yeah, you'll never get it. That's yeah. it. And for about three or four months, I thought they were probably going to be right. And uh, I contacted him, and he said that, you know, he was, was behind on stuff, but he was working on it, and he'd get it to me. And I think I contacted him one more time after that, just going, hey, just – Trying to check on it, see how everything is. And uh, he was very apologetic for how long it was taking, wow. but he said, I'll, I'll have it finished soon. <clears throat> I, I think another two or three weeks went by from that last time, maybe a month. I, I can't remember. I should have wrote this story down. But <clears throat> <clears throat> but it was a good six or seven months from, from when uh, I paid for it, when Dragon Con was over. But man, when he did send it to me, it was an absolutely beautiful piece. He, yeah, you uh, need to post that on Instagram. I do. I need to post it, that. Yeah. It, it was uh, Captain America, what I call the big three, Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. And man, what I expected him to draw was them just standing side by side like some lame picture. Right. What he did was like an action shot with all of them, and it's amazing. And uh, it is like the best thing in my collection. It's uh, a piece I will never part with. Yeah. So it makes me uh, – and then like a few years later, he did like a 
for a former Podman Brian. Brian got me a, a picture of Hawkeye. And, uh, or was, the, no, I'm sorry, excuse me, I think it was the Beast. He got me a picture. Oh, that was a Beast fan, especially a Perez Beast. And, uh, yeah, his, uh, his art had, you know, kind declined, of, yeah. Yeah, kind of declined. So it kind of, kind of made me feel sad. I knew there was something wrong. So, and well, the, hearing about this retirement, I've, I've, uh, you know, I've heard over the years that he was having bad eyesight problems. So. Yeah, and, uh, so I guess he, he went on record saying that 2019 is most likely going to be the last time he tours the cons even. Uh, so he's only going to be doing a total of six conventions this year. Wow. Uh, and maybe one, it said one makeup event in 2020. His full schedule in 2019 does include Atlanta's Dragon Con. So maybe you'll get a chance to see him one last time and say thank you. You know brother. what? You know what? That's what I'm going to do. I am. That is the only reason I'm going to go to Dragon Con this year is to make sure I go see George Perez and get a picture with him. And I may even bring that photo with me so he can take a picture with him. Oh, there you go. Well, because he is. Um, and, and, you know, the article says that no one can order private commission, commissions from him anymore, which is what you did, right? So that's right, all done. Right. I mean, you were like the yeah. last one right there. Uh, but well, he's going to do. Like 20 years ago, so I doubt oh, I was the last one. Maybe. So. Uh, but he's going to be doing five, uh, head sketches, kind of what you kind of asked for in the first place, right? Uh, right. he's going to do five head sketches per convention. Uh, and he's going to do them, uh, I guess at home and then they'll be, so you have to order them up front or whatever, but you have to collect them at the convention or something for a hundred dollars a pop. Um, so yeah, so it's, uh, maybe even buy uh, one of those. I don't know. know, But he's only going to be doing like five of them per convention per, per day per convention. So it's like, yeah, he's only going to be doing a small handful. So it's kind of interesting that you would think that he would, uh, he could command a little bit higher um, higher price tag than a hundred dollars for that, but uh, you know. Well, if he's whatever. only going to do five, how the hell do you order them? I, I want one of them. I mean, yeah. I wonder yeah. how is it a first come first serve or go? Or I mean, are they just prints? Is he just going to make a bunch of prints out no. of them? And yeah, what? I'm not really sure. You know, it almost sounds like he may be doing, you know, just doing a bunch of sketches at home and then you know bringing them or something. I don't, I don't know, but. Uh, uh. But anyway, but, uh, yeah, fantastic guy and, and uh, big influence and in, you know what I tried to have in my art style as well. So uh, he, uh, I mean, yeah, you know, I was a I was an Avengers fan before the world became an Avengers fan back in the you know seventies eighties and uh, he was the quintessential Avengers artist for the seventies and then he he returned in the late nineties and early two thousand for a great run on the Avengers. And uh yeah, it kinda of bums me out that he is uh he getting old. he's only sixty four, oh. yeah, he's only sixty four. That's really not that old. Uh, old actually. Man. Yeah. So well, bums me out. Don't feel he, sorry he was, for him is what he says. Don't feel sorry well, for him. Oh, I feel sorry for us. <laughs> I feel sorry for him. We're gonna miss out on some good art because but I will say this, not 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 that any of them are George Perez caliber, but there are some really good artists that are coming up today. Uh, I've been reading some uh, Marvel, and Marvel's gotten some good artists under their belt. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I've uh, been pretty pleased with some of the artwork that I've been seeing in some of the books. Now, if we can get the stories a little bit 
better, that would be great. <laughs> uh, but I did see one more comic book news, and then yeah. we'll move on. Is, uh, John Byrne is doing a cover to a Detective Comic 999. Oh, okay. I think, I think that's it. Uh, he did, he's doing the cover, which to me, John Byrne is right there. Oh, yeah. Right for me, he's below George Perez, but he's you know he's one of the he's, he's one of the Godfathers of our uh, childhood. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love George Perez art too. I mean uh, John per, John Byrne art. So you know, I think uh, you know John Byrne kind of got a stick in his ass about yeah. all the people getting. Uh, yeah, they got they get paid a lot of money and based on his stuff. So. Yeah, man. But boy, those John Byrne X Men from back in the eighties. Uh, that 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 stuff was that's gold. They'll that's never gold. ever yeah, they'll never get anywhere close to that stuff again. So uh, I would anyway. I uh, would like to go back and revisit those again because you know we we need to dissect the X Men when uh, when we don't have anything else to talk about. You know, you just. You know, now Scott's come back to life again. Cyclops has come back to life somehow or another with the Phoenix Force and this, that, and the I mean, the whole X-Men history, and comic books are full of kind of stupid shit like that. But it seems like X-Men in particular have just been screwed up and down and sideways so much. And it seemed like everything was just so fucking simple back in the back in the good old days with John yep. Byrne and Chris Claremont that the writing, the <clears throat> stories, the art, everything was just simple but compelling and character driven. Uh but nowadays it's just I don't know how anybody I don't know how anybody can jump on at any point and kind you, of appreciate you really the history, you know? I mean it's yeah. just so we, we we should save that for another time because it is pretty fascinating that I'll see something about X Men and I'm like, Oh well that sounds kind of neat. They're doing or you know, Wolverine's back and he's young again. It's like, well, what happened to Wolverine? <laughs> you know, and they just change it and it's like, Oh my god, it's so so well, fucked up. Well that's what you get when you get people that really don't care about continuity and editing. I mean you get uh Characters come in and out without any explanation, and you know, all of a sudden, books end. You know, X Men Blue runs for a certain amount, then they cancel it, and they replace it. Yeah, and then they got another one up with a whole different team, and you're like, well, what happened to the last team? You know, I mean, it's a constant. You can't get to know the characters or the teams, and and now it's gotten so convoluted that. You know, I'm a writer. I want these five X Men, and they're okay. Well, you know, bring in what you want. Well, you just back in the day, comics flowed, you know, flowed better. You know, a new writer would come aboard. He'd have to work with whatever team that the old writer left him with, and then if he didn't like those people, he'd slowly get rid of them with stories about where they're going right, and right. why they're leaving. Now. They just—it's a new team, just and there you go. you're like, "What happened to the old team? What the? Where they go? Why did they quit?" Superpowers yeah. mysteriously alter a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, like yeah, it's just—it makes—it's so terrible. I mean, uh. but you know, I don't know. Maybe that's just the way it is now—fast-paced world that people lose interest if you tell long, drawn-out stories. I, I don't know. I think the stories now are much more long, drawn-out. I mean, if you think about 
John Burns, Days of Future Past, I've said this before, took two issues to tell. Right, right. Days of Future if that was written today, that would have taken like 12 it would have issues. Been a year, yeah, and spread out over five uh, different books. Yes, and it would have been so convoluted and so wordy and so ridiculous where he did it in two fucking issues, and it's one of the best storylines ever in the X-Men. And it was so simple, simply told. Simply told. But, yep, but anyway... All right. Well, I've got I've actually got a movie review that I want to talk about. Well, do we got any more news? Do I, I got nothing else. I got nothing I've else. I've got a couple more about. TV news. I actually got one more TV movie uh, TV show news. Is Fuller House season five is the last season wow. of Fuller House? That's horrible. On that, I know. So I, I thought that people should know that you better you better get it in now because. Fuller House is going to be ending. And maybe the Olsen twins will finally come on. on the that would be great if they show up in the, the last uh, last episode, right? Would it would be, you know. Some little uh, troll girls need to... They look To me, they always look like the little troll dolls. Oh. Think about it. Think in your head what a troll doll looks like. Yeah. And now think of Mary-Kate and Ashley. Yeah, his hair standing up straight like that and... Wide well, eyes. No, it's the eyes. It's the wide eyes, eyes and, uh, yeah, coat yeah. nose. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah, exactly. The nose and everything. Uh, they're like little troll dolls. So, anyway, that. And I've got one more bit of uh, news. Is all the CW superhero shows have been renewed. Yay, I guess. I haven't watched any of them in forever. I have watched, I've watched Gotham. I've been keeping up with Gotham just because it's ending. Uh, so, maybe when it's over with, we'll talk about that a little bit, but... Not yeah, we'll get closer. I, yeah, I need, no, no, I, I need to watch some of them. So, mm-hmm. all right, so we can move on now. So, I've got a. Uh, I know we did the uh, Birds of Prey teaser trailer, but I've also watched the Agents of Shield season five teaser trailer, maybe season six. Yeah, no, I think season. Five. So, and I give that a PMR rating of three. Oh, okay. Not quite as excited. Kind of like, as, yeah. Yeah. Just not, you know, and I'm, you know, me, I'm an uh, Agent Shield fan. All you have it. been. But this seems a little bit, it's just, it didn't, it seems a lot like last season. It looked like a lot of space stuff, which was last season. <laughs> and, uh, it just didn't really, although I did like last season. So maybe it's just the, the way they cut the trailer. So. We'll see, but uh, I'm giving it a three so far. And it, um, they talk about in the trailer that Agent Coulson is dead, and even May says something like, "You know, I was with him when he died." But then at the very end of the trailer, they show Agent Coulson, and he's he's a bad guy. So, Whoa. what's up with that, Marvel? What's up? Are you are, is Agent Coulson coming back for a second time? Why what? Not? Why not? So anyway. Alright, movie reviews. Movie review. Alright, I've got uh, a movie that's actually, it is based on a comic book, uh, Polar. P-O-L-A-R. Not the Polar Express, but Polar is a Netflix original uh, starring Mads Mikkelsen, who you may know from... uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> Nowhere? No. Uh, he was uh, the architect of the Death Star in Rogue One. Yep. And uh, Hannibal Lecter in the Hannibal TV show. Uh, Vanessa, there you go. Vanessa Hudgens from uh, High School Musical. And Matt Lucas from Doctor Who. So, I mean, it's kind of an all-star cast. What could go wrong with this, right? Yeah, what could go wrong? Well, I, I, I saw somebody uh, reviewed it, and it's pretty much, I, you know, it's like they stole the words right out of my mouth. Mad Mickelson stars in one of the worst Netflix movies ever originals ever made. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it was wow. horrible. Uh, I mean, it, it wasn't horrible, horrible, but it's basically, you know, you gave me the assignment, which I failed. Uh, like this movie failed of watching catching up on John Wick, and so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna who, watch some work. Who can who can afford three dollars to watch a John Wick movie? That's insane. You, I couldn't find it for free anywhere. I'm not. Well, you I'm can not do like it Brian. for your, You do it for our audience. I know. You but do I'm, it for them, man. Uh, the audience needs to s- sign up on our Patreon account and uh, <laughs> help Podman Brad here watch some movies. No, I'm not like Brian who can, you know, just throw down money after money on movies like uh, All of Me and Heaven Can Wait and all this stuff. No, I have to wait for this free shit, right? So I'm like, you know what? What what comparable movie can I watch? Polar comes out. Polar's about a kind of a more or less an ex hitman who decides to retire after one big last hit, go live the easy life, maybe adopt a dog, things like that. Uh, but his past comes back and haunt him just as he tries to make friends with a uh, neighborly friends with a, a neighbor. And her life is somehow threatened because of all of this. Uh, so I figured that's probably pretty much the same as John Wick, right? So let's uh, get yeah, start. close enough. Close enough. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just uh, not a very uh, good movie. Uh, had a lot of blood, a lot of shooting, a little bit of sex, and you know, I'm all about the sex and the bleeding in the movies. Uh, oh, yeah, Mads, Mads Mickelson was fine in it. He, you know, had like five lines the entire movie. He just kind of looked really mean and stuff like that most of the time. Uh, but it, everything was just so cliche. It was just uh, really, really bad. The uh, and so, yeah, so he, you know, the, the, the bad guys that are hired to kill him, you know, they catch up with him and they kidnap the, the, uh, uh, the neighbor who there's a small twist there, but you don't give a shit about it. The neighbor played with Vanessa Hutchins. I didn't even know who it was until when the credits came in and said, it's like, oh yeah, I guess that was her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, but yeah, it was in Matt Lucas who plays the, uh, whoever the, uh, shit, I forgot his name on Doctor Who, the bald guy, the uh, alien bald guy. Ringing a bell? No. He, he was with Capaldi and he's with this, or no, he's, oh, he hasn't uh, been. Yeah. Yeah, he's been, so. Um, so he plays the, you know, the crime lord, the kingpin type guy, and that's not very believable as you can probably imagine. Uh, and there's some good torture scenes in it and stuff like that. But overall, it was just sort of like, wow, that was that was a big old waste of time. So after after <laughs> I watched that, I did watch the Netflix documentary on the Fire Festival, and that ultimately was a little bit better. Yeah, so that was pretty interesting if you uh, if you follow that. And I I don't uh, know all the names of it, but it was the Fire Festival documentary. There's one on Hulu and one on Netflix, and then so I watched the one on Netflix. It was pretty interesting how this guy. Uh, basically scammed 
you know, shit tons of money now in jail. Uh, but just this charismatic scammer guy, uh, trying to put on a, a music festival that just didn't exist. So pretty interesting. So polar, I'm giving it a uh, PMR of one only because wow. if I could go nice. zero, I probably would. Uh, but Whoa. there was a lot of chicks getting naked in it and stuff like that. So I guess that's, that gives you a one. Oh man, yeah man, yeah, and and a one for ours is stay away. So there yeah, you go. Yeah, stay away from it. It's not worth it. The nudity and the bloods, uh, the kills and everything are not worth it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. That's uh, what about the other? Uh, what about the fire? What, fire? Uh, yeah. No, I thought it was it was a pretty interesting documentary. Of what well, our PMR goes to five, right? Just a five. five. You want me to, let me remind the, the Please reader. Remind me. Listeners. Forget about the listeners. Remind me what. Five is uh, we'll go see again at the theater or on Netflix for you. <laughs> or we'll see again on DVD and stream. So I guess for the Netflix, they're the same. Uh, three is good, but one and done. Four is two, not your thing, but it. But if you're bored, you may want to watch it. Uh, so you're saying? So I'm eh. saying the three. Yeah, I've watched it. I don't. I would like to watch the other fire, the documentary on it, uh, right. on, on Hulu, just to kind of compare the two. But yeah, not, not anything. I will say that, and I don't know if it's still on Hulu. We, we need to. You know what? We should have a fucking documentary show one day. I love a good documentary. Oh. Dear Zachary is like uh, the best documentary ever and if you don't leave that if you don't leave that documentary crying you're not human i declare i don't believe in crying in a movie i don't believe in seeing sad movies life is sad enough you shouldn't have to suffer through a sad movie all, all i like are depressing movies those are those are oh, all my top oh. five movies are depressing movies i think so terrible oh god life is bad enough oh, i don't to a bad that's sad true. movie uh, well, right, so that's uh, that's all my movies. Do you have any uh, any new movie reviews or? You I did. Any... I, actually, it's a uh, TV show that I watched. Well, now uh, that's that's. Does that go into? Do we need to go into the TV section now? Uh, if we got a TV section, I guess so. Yeah, we got a TV, a TV section. Of course, we have oh, a TV let's section. Do it. Let's right, do let's, the TV section. Let's roll the TV music. <laughs> Now we've moved into the TV section. You've got what have you got for us? I, I finally, after you know, I'm on top of it. I think it's been out for about three or four months. But uh, Jack Ryan, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, is, it, is that right? Jim Ryan, yeah. Jim Ryan, <laughs> yeah. Jim Halper Ryan on uh, Amazon Prime. I, I finally got around to watching the eight episodes. Uh, it's based on the Jack Ryan series, which I've never seen any of them. I think I saw Hunt for Red October back in the, I think that was even in the 80s or the 90s. I don't remember, but, um, but anyway, I don't even remember that movie, but I watched this TV show and I had my doubts. I even had my doubts about Jim Krasinski, John Krasinski, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Close enough. Because I felt like he was, I don't know. I just couldn't get the gym part out of it. Yeah. And so it was a weird awakening about this. And I'll tell you, I don't know if anybody had the same feelings about uh, John Krasinski, but as I, as I started watching this show, 
I was just like, I felt like he was just Jim on the office. You know, I felt like he was just kind of like, eh, you know, Jim just had no motivation or anything. And I felt like this is how this character was at first, you know? And, uh, and I, I couldn't get into John Krasinski. But as the series progressed, I kind of saw the character that he was playing. And the, and the character comes out that he don't trust anybody and he don't really like anybody. And he is not motivated. He just wants to sit at his cubicle and do analysts and stuff. And he doesn't want to be out in the field doing all this action stuff and killing people and all that. And it just, and the way Krasinski plays him was just almost brilliant. I mean, wow. in a weird way. Yeah. I mean, he really, like I said, the first two or three episodes, I was just like, eh, really just, I was into the show, of course, because, you know, his, his uh, boss in there, I don't know, I can't remember the guy who plays him, but I liked him a lot. And so, and like the surrounding characters, I was liking a lot, but I really wasn't getting into Krasinski until probably about the fourth or fifth episode. And then I really, I, it was like an awakening. I was like, okay, this guy's really, really good. I see what everybody's talking about. I, I, I got over the Jim Halpert stuff and, yeah. and, uh, I saw the, the character he's actually playing and, and how, uh, how brilliant he played him. Wow. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's really good. You, you would, you would watch it. You would enjoy it. it it kind of reminded me of a uh, the old twenty four Jack Bauer series, but with a little bit more uh, realism, <laughs> just just a little bit more. I mean, it kind of it kind of got a little bit uh, veered a little bit off the track towards the end with the realism, but it was still good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that was that was the the last episode was really pins and needles there, but it was really good. I, and I'm looking forward. I'm sure they're going to do it in the second season. They'd be crazy not to. So I'm looking forward to a second season. I really like these, these seasons that are only like eight to 10 episodes. Yeah. I really, I mean, I, that is, it gives the actors a chance to, you know, do these shows and do other things. And you, you're not committed to a long drawn out show. You know, I mean, it's eight, this one was eight episodes and done, and it was really good. So it leaves you wanting more. So uh, I would give this actually. I would give this probably. I wouldn't give it a five because probably because of the genre. I mean, if you like this genre, then uh, I would give it a five. But for me, it was it was probably a four. You know, I, I, if I was bored, didn't have anything else to watch, I'd probably watch it again. But I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again. I didn't love it enough where I'd go. Yeah. Gosh, I gotta watch this again, you know. <clears throat> but you know, if I'm kind of just like, eh, I'm bored, don't really have anything to watch, I'll watch one of these again. So, give it a try if you haven't uh, watched Jack Ryan. I I strongly recommend it. I get him a four. So there you go. All right. Well, I'm going to. And, uh, if, if you have any comments about my uh, review, uh, let me know. I mean, what if you felt? I wonder if anybody else felt that about John Krasinski. I mean, I didn't. I didn't hear, I didn't watch, uh, what was that, A Quiet Place? Or what was the right. name of his movie? Quiet Place, yeah. Yeah, so I, I haven't seen him in anything other than The Office. So I always kind of, you know, and the, the weird thing about it is you kind of 
once you see this movie and see how he acts, you kind of look at his Jim Halpern and you think, you know, Jim Halpern didn't give a shit about anybody except Pam. And he was a little odd and a little weird. I mean, he had some, Maybe he had some weird issues. shit going on. Yeah, he's got some. <laughs> Jim Halpern kind of had some weird issues, you know? Well, well you know that there's, uh, you know, some sort of uh, thesis that somebody created that, that said that Jim was the 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 bad guy of The Office. He was the the character that you should hate, not Dwight. You know, well, Jim, I mean, if Jim you really look, if you watch those early episodes when they, him and, you know, who's, you know, just loving on Pam and trying to get her affection... He was kind of creepy. I mean, he had this, he was kind of weird. You know, I know he loved her and everything, but like, you know, he turned her in for planning her wedding. I mean, he, he dumped that other girl that night at the boat party because he got upset because Amy Adams. Yeah, it was Amy Adams. And he, because he got upset because, you know, they had set their wedding date. They announced it. I mean, there was some really creepy yeah, vibes. Jim was a jerk, talking. no doubt about it. And then he continued to be a jerk. You know, I mean, if you really look at it, he, was, he continued to kind of be a, a horse's ass. So, anyway. So, if you look at that, you kind of think, ah, maybe Jim Halpern was the weirdo. Yeah. Creep. I, I agree with that. Uh, you know, I uh, saw, I think it was yesterday. Uh, oh, uh, I'll have to... I'll, uh, well, it's not worth it. I was going to go back in time, and I did watch another movie. Um, uh, but, well, maybe I'll save that for next time because it's not necessarily timely. But a uh, TV show that I may try to start watching on Netflix this week. I, I A couple of weeks ago, I started watching uh, Parks and Rec uh, just to plow through something other than The Office again. Uh, but uh, yeah. I started I, – I wanted to start watching. It just got released on Netflix Kingdom, not the kingdom, but just kingdom, uh, which I'm really looking forward to. It's a uh, Korean time period movie of like the feudal era, whatever of uh, Korea uh, zombie movie. So I'm really looking forward to that. So I hope to uh, have my review of that because I don't think you're going to gonna watch it. I was going to say that just sounds awful. That, that does not sound good. So I'm, I will start watching that. And, uh, you know, the other thing, have you ever watched The Good Place? I've been, people have been telling me that after I get through with Parks and Rec, I need to go to The Good Place. You know, Brian, uh, as, as, loves that show. He has told me numerous times. I have even, I'm up to episode five and I just cannot get into it. I, yeah. I love Kristen Bell. I think. Kristen Bell's adorable. She's funny. I like Ted Danson. He's funny. He's adorable. This show, this she's adorable. This show has funny moments in it. Uh, there is some, you know, I'll find myself laughing here and there, but I cannot get into this show. I have tried so hard because, and I want to get to this twist. Then don't tell me the twist if you know it. I but don't know it. Yeah. There's a twist at the end of season five that everybody, I mean, season one that everybody talks about. And even Brian the other day was telling me about it and, you know, saying you just need to get to the season end. And I just can't, I can't power through it. It's just, it's just very difficult for me to get through it. I don't know what it is about that show, but I, you know, that makes me want to just 
watch more Parks and Rec in office. <laughs> well, there you go. But uh, in another show, I know we're trying to wrap up here, but another show that Netflix has uh, released, and I think it's the final season, is the uh, Unbreakable uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, yeah, yeah. Finally released, released the last half of its uh, season four, and uh, which is supposed to be the final season, and there's talk of them making a movie or something. I don't know, but um, Kimmy Schmidt is a funny show. So I'll just say... Uh, that's a, you're one a good show on par with the. It's basically, and I guess it makes sense because Tina Fey is a producer on this show. It's kind of just like Thirty Rock. It has the Thirty Rock humor. So if you like Thirty Rock, you'll you'll definitely like Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, I watched, so, I watched a couple of episodes, but it didn't didn't take with me. Yeah, it's it's. I call it highbrow humor. It's that humor that you almost got to watch it twice to catch because they they throw so many jokes. Because that's like Thirty Rock. I mean, Thirty Rock throws so many jokes and stuff within a thirty minute period that you know it's like you you gotta you gotta watch it again to get more out of it. So. All right. Well, there you go. So a lot of we got a lot of TV watching to catch up on. I think. Man, I tell you, I, I mean, I, then there was a, there's a few other shows people have been recommending that uh, I want to give a, you know, try. So maybe I'll have one of those to review soon. All right. So we'll have some TVs. Maybe uh, I'll try to, well, maybe I'll find another Netflix movie to take, take in before next uh, episode. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think there's any movies coming out unless I uh, break down and go see Lego Movie and no. or. Uh, the kid with the sword, or what the fuck that movie's called? The uh, the kid that would be king, or yeah. whatever is that? The name of it? Yeah, I think so. so. I don't, I don't know if I can get Podman Alex to go with me for that. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think. I don't really think I'd want to go for that. So no. that may be one I have to skip. All right. Well, we'll have more uh, news, and uh, you'll put up that uh, George Perez picture. On I will, and uh, yes, and I've, I've uh, got to put up some other stuff on Instagram too. So please check out our Instagram account, which is the Podmen, all one word, all good times. But until next no, time, you, <laughs> I don't know. What you're up, sorry. Uh, well, we're stepping all over each other. I was going to say the the Instagram is the Podman, right? That's yeah. That's what I said. All, 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 pod the man. Pod man. <laughs> the pod man. The pod man. The pod man. All right. Until next time, though. Davis for the podcast.